guys are so, so weird. Those are you guys. Are you why still, am I lumped in? Are you still trying to convince that your son that there's a black tooth fairy? His tooth fairy is black now. There's no. We can't change that. You don't. You don't just change tooth fairies. Well, there was a drive-by and Harold got shot, and now you have a new tooth fairy. I think you know exactly <laughs> what you said. <laughs> Those rough and tumble streets of Fairyland. Welcome back to your football fantasy. Grab a drink, roll back your foreskin. And let Dweez Nuts, Big Wiz, and the Bullfrog stroke your fantasy loins. Oh, Jesus. Hey guys, welcome back to the show! Been a while. Been a couple of weeks, I think. Been a week? I had a I had a really bad ear infection last week. I couldn't stand up. I kept falling over. It was in both ears. It was a hard time last week. I couldn't do it. I had to, I had to call it off. But we're back! We're back. I'm Dweez Nuts. <clears throat> I'm the host. Big Wiz managed to amble his ass over here. Shockingly. Been a while since we've seen you. How you doing? Well, I, I heard the show needed some support, so I'm here to give it life support. You know, needed. One, need, two, three shot. Needed something. We're gonna take some we're gonna take some shots and see if we can't kickstart this fucker. We brought in a special new guest host for this episode. Um, Bullfrog is fully in Who? the my wife got me locked the fuck down. He's not allowed out of his house right now, so he can't. He won't be here for a while. I didn't know he was still alive. He is. He's, yeah, you, you don't hear much from him. Every now and then he throws him? smoke up in the air to see if he can, <laughs> just to let us know that he's still out and around. Um, but we've got a guest host in filling in for the day. I don't know. We may, we may, we may see you once or twice more over the next couple of months. Probably not next week because I heard you're getting married. But. Uh, it's the Wolfpack, everybody. Say hello, Wolfpack. How are you? How's everybody doing? Yes. Do you hear that deep, gravelly, wolfy voice? He is exactly as hairy as he sounds, ladies. Do we got ladies that listen? I think. We got at least one. Katie Babs? Does she still listen? I don't fucking know if she still listens. She, still, she doesn't really claim as a friend, still, does she? Katie Babs? She, I mean, she, that's not exactly how Twitter works. Might be how Yelp works. <laughs> You know, you don't friend people on Twitter, Wiz. Is, is that the only how, only place you know Katie Babs? That is the only way I know okay. Katie Babs. That's right. You thought you talk about you talk about somebody else, probably Shanana Nas' wife. Yes, exactly. Ah, yes. What's her name? Uh, she is winning my fantasy, league, my home league right now. By the way, because you suck. Well, I've scored a lot more points than anybody else in the league, but not enough. Just not. She beat me head to head, and now she's in the lead. Congratulations. Mrs. Shananana. We we love you guys, Shananana's. This week in football. Hey, Wiz, we got a lot of news to talk about. Oh, right. favorite part of the show. favorite part. Aren't there shots? Yeah, we we take those after the news. Oh, I thought we did them like halfway through the news. Shut up about the shots for a minute. Look, Andy Dalton has been benched by the 0-8 Cincinnati Bengals. Ryan Finley, rookie Ryan Finley... Gets the start. That's exciting in Cincinnati. Look, Andy Dalton has been a passable fantasy, not an NFL quarterback this season, but a passable fantasy quarterback. And Tyler Boyd has been good. Do you think this Auden, is Andy Dalton's fault? Well, just listen. Auden Tate has been decent. Joe Mixon has been pretty trash. Yeah. People, ha- well, 
We'll talk about Offensive A.J. Green in a minute, terrible. but they were really excited about A.J. Green. So, look, Andy Dalton's gone. Can you even can you even put any of these guys in a lineup well, with Well, let's, let's, let's be very – I mean, you state like they've been good. I think Boyd is the highest ranked, and he, I think he's number 21 here overall at wide receivers. Mixon's been awful. This offensive line's terrible. And Untate's been streamable. Over the last four weeks or so, he's been he's streamable, been flex-worthy more than often than not, yes. Uh, I'm just saying that this in is... Our deep, in our deep dynasty league, we have rolled Autumn Tate out week after week. And in, in, yeah, in a deep team, right? Yes. Okay, but my, my point is that all these guys are terrible. This whole team's terrible. I can't believe why, Ryan Finley's the future. Yeah, <laughs> or they're in they're in Tankstown. They're right. they're playing they're against Miami there. for the one. They're what zero and eight, zero and nine. They're zero and eight, baby. So you can't you saying don't? I have Boyd all over. We have Tate. We're deciding what we're going to do about that. People have Mixon. Are you a full sit them all? Yeah, I have Mixon on a team. I can't I can't play the fucking idiot. Wolfpack. Yeah. I already dropped Mixon, and uh, I'd did, say. Did you say you dropped Mixon? I dropped him. That's impressive. Ballsy. I, I love it. Couldn't handle five six weeks of like. Five ten points. That, that's impressive, Wolfpack. I, I love the. I pick some balls. Hey, Andy Dalton's not the only starting quarterback. No longer starting for his team. Uh, Flacco's out. We'll see how long they're still getting. They're still getting uh, uh, looked at to see exactly how long this injury is going to be. Might be an IR. Might not. Brandon Allen gets to come in. I couldn't even tell you. Are you related? Anything about? No, him. that's his uh, last name. I couldn't even tell you anything about Brandon <laughs> Allen. I don't know. He's a seventh round pick from 2016. I guess I can tell you some stuff. He was backup practice squad guy for Jacksonville, the Rams. Now to Denver. He's just a. He's just one of these he's like barely scraping by journeyman. Where's Drew Luck? He is on the IR, but um, he they he can now be activated. He was on the IR designated to return to begin the season. So eight weeks have gone by. He can be reactivated, but he hasn't yet. So. It's Brandon Allen. Now, similar question, except this Denver team, who's also shitty, had some legit fantasy players. Cortland Sutton was the wide receiver 13 on the year thus far. Philip Lindsay, the running back 13. Even Royce Freeman, my guy, was a running back 25 on this team. Brandon Allen's in. Flacco's out. Flacco's not, certainly not the quarterback that you want. Uh, your your fantasy studs to be catching passes from does it make a, that big a difference? Could it be much worse with Brandon Allen? I think it's gonna be the same. I mean, Joe Flacco wasn't very good. Brandon Allen can't be any worse. Uh, somehow, Courtney Sutton's been really relevant here. He has been super relevant. Yeah, and I mean, even before they traded away from a running back standpoint, him. those guys are still gonna get touches. So I think Fangio's a, a better coach. He's gonna figure out. Th- th- I mean, Sutton's probably gonna drop down a little bit. Do you think Fangio's a better coach than Zach Taylor? Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure he's. Yeah, I'm he's sure well, he's this one couple games. Yeah, unless you're either of them have done shit. Yeah, the running backs may get more looks, right? Yeah. Yes, they may get more defenders in the box. <clears throat> Maybe not against Flacco. Doesn't throw. Yeah, right? but then you got play action. Flacco wasn't good, anyways. <clears throat> Flacco was bad. Brandon Allen, though, seems like he's also really bad. Hey, Kareem Hunt's coming back this week. What the fuck is going to happen in Cleveland this week and moving forward? Make your predictions now. How's the chub? Hunt breakdown gonna look. Are we talking about all chubs or just Nick Chubb? Just just Nick today. We don't have time for that conversation, okay. please. I wanna say uh Chubb's still gonna get the bulk of the carries. Well that's but it's I mean it's gonna ballsy. be <laughs> I feel like Hunt's gonna be like a third down back. And if they're gonna go this no huddle, you know, pick up the tempo. Just let Hunt keep going. 
Nick Chubb's been fabulous player so far. He's got tons of touches. That he they that offense has been bad in general, but he's been great. Here's the only interesting part: his backup, who I can't fucking name, Hillbilly, gets still gets forty percent of the snaps on on this team. He's gonna go away, and Kareem Hunt's gonna step in. Kareem Hunt is extraordinarily talented. Streamable? Not this week. Not, Not this week. See- He's definitely somebody. Why, why not? They're playing Buffalo. He's been picked up yeah. already. Yeah. Like he's worth. He was hey, worth picking up. I am starting him in our in our flexual frustration league. Good starting him because you're the only team I'm better than right now. <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> yeah, yeah. The only reason, two games behind. You want to know why? Because of Gurley and Julio Jones and Austin Hooper. All of my three best players were on buys last week. Just saying. I'm Kareem, glad you're starting Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Hunt this week. Is he? Sh- I'm telling you, he's streamable. Well, you don't stream running backs. So you're saying he's flex-worthy. Flex-worthy, stream-worthy. I wouldn't put him in until you see what's going to happen. I would. I think the thing that might change on this team is that they just run the ball a lot more. They only run, they, they already run the ball a lot. They don't run the ball that much. They're going I think to they're more. Gonna run it more. Uh, but Hunt's too good not to get the ball. Yeah. Okay. Can and you in sh- the it, it, you think about today's NFL, right? Like, let's limit Chubb's carries. We don't want him to get hurt. Give the ball to both of these guys. Split them 50-50. Could you see two running backs out at the same time? Like what you do with the Chargers with Gordon and Eckler? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They can both catch the ball reasonably well coming out of the backfield. It's going to be interesting. It is is the most interesting thing to watch this week for fantasy purposes moving moving into the eventual playoffs, I think. Um, Cam Newton's on the IR. I don't think he's actually injured enough to be on the IR, though, right? They did just did this because they didn't they want to be back on the active roster and not starting. That would hurt, hurt his ego. No, I is Cam s- Newton gonna be traded? No, in the off season. No, depends on how the uh, how they finish up. I'd say it's not like Kylan has been great. Uh, that's my point. Is he's not that good, right? No. But still in the hunt. Yep, Cam Newton, man. I saw some people calling for Cam Newton to this the Bears. This is not an ego scare. He's hurt. Whiz. He's hurt. Uh, he's probably an upgrade over Mitchell. Fuck yeah, he is. Mark Walton got suspended for four games. I had picked him up in a couple of places. Who cares? He was a starting back in Miami. I don't think it's actual performance-enhancing drugs. I think it's just drugs, but I couldn't find out. Preston Williams. This one is interesting. He took care a little bit. Out for the year yeah. on the IR. Tore an ACL. He was leading all rookie receivers. Now, if you if if you'd asked anybody on the street who are the great rookie receivers this year, you'd have some names. But Preston Williams probably wouldn't come out of most people's mouth. But he was leading in most categories there. Uh, out for the year, he was very good. Yeah, I agree with you on that. That's it. Kind of sucks for him and the offense in general because he was a, he was a, he was really relevant. I mean, the only guy that was actually relevant. Well, Devontae Parker had been coming on lately. Devontae Parker's pushing double-digit targets in each of the last four games. Double-digit oh. fantasy points in each but one. I meant the fantasy point thing, not target thing. I don't know how many targets he's getting. Um, he's getting hot, so I think that's good. I think Devontae Parker's a nice play. I'm playing him in flexual frustration this week. I think I bet he scores more than Hunt. Bet? Ooh. Bet? Who are they? They're playing Indy? Yeah, Indy, that playing was good Indy. defense. Um, yeah, let's come back to that one. No, I'll it's take bad. that one. Oh, I'm not ready to make that bet yet, but that's very highly likely will happen. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Yay! You are right about that. You want to get in on this? I I also don't think Mike Kisicki is a terrible play. Also been coming on, getting more and more targets, more and more routes run on the field. I I am streaming Mike Kisicki uh, as a tight end for Evan Ingram this week, who 
Ingram wasn't declared out until after the waivers went through, so I was sort of left in the lurch on a big bye week anyway, so it was a tough slim pickings. I think Kaseki's a decent plug. I think this is one of those emotional attachments you have right now. This he's been, I'm telling you, he's been getting the ball more. Preston Williams is out. This offense, Fitzpatrick, oh, yeah. is getting better. Mike Kaseki's really good. I agree with you. I'm playing him. Maybe you should pick up Nick Boyd, the third wide receiver on the fucking Baltimore Raiders, or the third tenant on the Raiders, for that matter. Boyle? Boyle, yes, Nick Boyle. Did he score a touchdown? Oh, yes. he just went through his hands. Did he no, score it? He scored one. Max Williams, two X's. Yes. Lots of studs <laughs> over there. AJ Green's out in, probably indefinitely at this point, right? He was all set to come back this week, had a setback. Is it, again, is he actually hurt or did he hear that Ryan Finley was starting and decided, you know what, I'm going to wait until I can get to play for the team? I think he wants to be done with that team, to be honest with you. That I mean, poor guy. Playing for that he team. can't catch a break. He could have been a Hall of Famer on another team. Probably. If he was on a team that knew how to win. Lastly, sure. Patrick Mahomes is getting the start only two weeks after dislocating his knee. I think it might be too soon. He was already on a bum ankle, uh, playing a little slowly. Now we got this knee added to it. They get Tennessee this week. 25 sacks Tennessee has. That's top eight on the, the year. Maybe this isn't the week to bring Mahomes back, but he's coming back. I think they're rushing him. Um... I have Mahomes. Do I play him? You have to. Yeah. Yeah. Do I? The I, I don't expect him. I consider. Okay. So my options were um, honestly Ryan Fitzpatrick or Pat Mahomes, and I Mahomes. for a second considered <laughs> leaving Fitzpatrick in there the way he's been playing lately, but I didn't. I make the right call, guys. I, I, I think you. Yeah, from a fantasy standpoint, yes. From an NFL standpoint, I, I cannot believe Andy Reid sometimes just gets drunk with these talents. So yes. Yes, he does. Pass me some liquor in a dark bottle. What are we wanting? A dark bottle. You can give me whatever. So you get to explore, uh, Wolfpack, some of our options. I'll take the... uh, That's what I want right now. Old camp. Old camp. All right, so you guys know what's going on here. Uh... Part of the reason Wolfpack is here is because he made a bet with me about three in the pink, two in the stink. He and I were the last. A while ago, too. It was. He and I were the last two teams without a negative week, so we bet three back-to-back shots. To back. Back -back Back-to-back-to-back shots, and uh, he went negative the very next week. Yep, it's almost like uh, someone planned it for him. So he's got three. Wiz has four. Lost a couple bets. Lost badly in three in the pink, two in the stink this past week. And the week before, and probably the week before that as well. Not true. You dropped from third to seventh. Because of last week. Last week was bad. I don't know how many shots I have, so I'll just take a bunch with you guys. Mm. That's one. <coughs> What'd you take there? What'd you take there, Wolfpack? That was a uh, peppermint twist. The vodka, peppermint vodka. Ooh, Pretty you know good. you know the do- good doctor and bullfrog threw that up a lot. Did that? At the end of last <laughs> well, season. so proud of you for taking that. Like a lot. Was it the last time I was on, I took that uh, peppermint schnapps and I went through my nose. Remember that one? I do remember. <laughs> it went through your nose. That's that one? Yeah, then you, nah. Then you, yeah, balled up and took, that one. you balled up and took Blender's Pride like a champ. Yeah, that one. yeah because then uh, Wiz finally showed up after the fake Luke Bryant concert. I was drunk that night. A little bit. That's Both number two. Luke Bryant concerts. No, I got drunk the second night, but not nearly as bad as the first You were fondling me when you got back to your house after the actual show. Your you name is nuts. Why would I not fondle yeah, you? I'm very attractive. I've been working out, too, so I look good without my shirt off. Even with that mustache? Mm-hmm. It's mo- so, about the mustache. 
in November, there's two <coughs> facial hair-related charity events going on. One is No Shave November, which is is meant to support cancer in general. Lots of cancer research. Mostly testicular. No, cancer. The other one is Movember. Thank you. And that's the one that's mustache only. No Shave November, you don't shave anything. Movember is you just grow the best mustache you can. And that one's dedicated to men's health. Things like prostate cancer, but also like mental health things. Like only, this. So I went to my wife. Only if you earn it. I went to my wife. I'm I've I never said, heard wife, of that one. These are the two options you have. No Shave November or Movember. One of the two I'm going to do. And I let her pick, and she picked the mustache. Have you tried she wanted the drive. I'm going to go for the full handlebar curl over by the end. Have you tried tickler yet? No, but that's happening tonight. We talked about it. Okay. Yes. Now you do know they have to earn that mustache. Did you ask Baker Mayfield if he's earned that mustache? That, yeah, I saw that he shaved his Fu Manchu because he didn't deserve to. I think he's losing his mind a little bit. Baker Mayfield's going to look crazy. He doesn't look so confident anymore. He's no. going crazy though. Like, I don't did know. you see him he's in that there. interview where he walked out? Yeah. He was so he mad. He was on that report. Because he got called out. He's like, the clock stopped. Like The guy was like, the clock was still running. He's like, I said the clock stopped, so it fucking stopped. Give me that old camp for my third he, one here. He's a guy who's... who's you got two more shots, Wade. Used to be pouring, uh, completely under control, and right now just does not have it. No. No. Went to a his lot head. of difference from last year to this year. Success went to his head. Can you uh, pour yourself I guess another, another shot? old camp. Give me another old camp. You like that old camp shot? Not really, but nah. I feel like a pussy. You take that maker's mark over there. Nah. It's probably a better shot than old teams. I don't, I'm sh- that's a little bit harder, though. Okay. I don't read well. Phew. All right, I think Wiz got another shot to take. Right, Wolfpack's my... going to take another <laughs> one with you just to do it. I'm going to start. Um, yeah, fuck it. Let's all take one more. Fuck. Let's all take a fourth one with, with Wiz here. Wolfpack, you down? You can have a peach tree. All right, let's move on. Let's go. Uh, hang on. I am my, drunk now. My soundboard's not working, so I got to do it the old-fashioned way. Big Wiz and his stat of the week. I'm gonna go first. We both have them because I didn't know you were gonna be here until mm-hmm. an hour ago. I'm gonna go first. Real quick questions: Who in the NFL has the most? Which team? Person. Person. All these are well. The first three are person. Who in the NFL has the most carries inside the five-yard line? Lamar Jackson. No. Josh Jacobs. No. It uh, is. Go ahead. You guess one more time. I will guess. If it's not him, I will go with. Oh. Mark. Who's the running back there? Ingram. Ingram. No. Chris Carson. No. The answer is Sony Michelle. What the mm-hmm. fuck? He's he has been the field. wildly unsuccessful at him. He's had 11 carries inside the 5, 4 touchdowns out of those 11. Jeez. Most catches inside the 10. Evans. No. Hmm. Hopkins. No. Want to guess again? That's terrible. Keenan Allen. No. Keenan Allen's a good That's a really good guess. Lock it. No. The answer is Julian Edelman. Next Ooh. question. Most pass attempts inside the 10. Tommy Brady. That'd be Tom Brady. <laughs> Last question. Most it. points per game by a team. It's not the Patriots. It's not the Patriots. I'm supposed to guess the Patriots. Sort of a trick question. They're in the red yeah. zone way more than anybody else. Don't score many points per game. But there's a team in the league that has been scoring outside the red zone at an alarming rate. Tampa. It's not Tampa. Packers? It's the Baltimore Ravens. The Patriots have run so many more plays in the red zone than the Ravens this year. It's ridiculous. Do you watch they that game? They in all three of these categories. Do you watch that except game? Except points. I did. It was, it was great a great game. Great game, yeah. It was great game. I watched most of it. I didn't watch all of it. Though. It was a very impressive game. I thought it was very, I mean, 
it was very. You talk about how good of a coach John Harbaugh is, and, and mm-hmm. to me, it was on display how, how he oh, prepares yeah. his team continuously. It was, it was great to watch. All right, it'd be it'd be interesting when they meet in, in the playoffs. You have a stat of the week for us as well. Yeah, I have a couple, as your names couple, on the segment. Couple questions here, guys. I just want—I mean, it's, to me, it's very interesting because we talk about running in, in passing teams all the time, and I want to know from you guys which three teams lead the league in rushing in total yards or yards per game. Give them to me. Is it Seattle? And Chargers. What the fuck? Wolfpack. Get it together! God damn it, Wolfpack! Jesus, lead the league in rushing, folks. That would be Buffalo, uh, Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, that would be shots. Baltimore's number yeah, well, one. Well, that's because of the quarterback. Baltimore number one at one thousand six hundred thirty-nine, two hundred yards, two hundred four yards per game. I did see that stat in the game. Okay, that's a stupid number amount. two. Do you guys remember how much shit you and Bullfrog gave me from ranking Mark Ingram high? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah. This one, kind of, I'm going with this. Okay, give me number two. It's Greg Roman. Uh, number two, most rushing yards in the year. Most rushing total yards or yards per game. I mean, they're pretty close here. Oh, San Francisco. San Francisco is number three at, at 1,300. 171 yards per game, though. So much. But it's split between six guys. Yeah, no, yeah. two guys mostly. Oh. But yes. okay. And number two? Oh, that would kitchen. be Minnesota Vikings. It would be. Yes. At, at, at almost 1,400. But 153 yards per game. Here's the interesting part about all this, okay? So we talk about it all the time, and we always run for the highest scoring offenses, okay? To me, the most interesting part of all this is, of those three teams... Do you guys have any idea of how many players that, from a fantasy perspective, are at the top of their position? Meaning, if it, you know, the top 12 quarterbacks, the top t- starters, I, I said the top 20 wide receivers. Lamar Jackson. There's one. Dalvin Cook. You got... Um, so, is, so, Mark so, Ingram's not in the top 12. So, so from Baltimore, is three. Mark Ingram, uh, Jackson, and Andrews. Yeah. Your, okay. your tight end. Minnesota has three. Quarterback... Running back and Diggs at 16. San Fran only has two tight end and San- and Sanders. Garoppolo hasn't been there and either has a running back. Yeah. Any idea on the bottom three and how many guys they have in their top ten? We talk about it all the time. You know, oh, forget about the running game. It's pass, pass, pass. Any idea on the bottom fucking teams that can't run the ball? The Detroit Lions. No. <laughs> bottom three. Is it the Chicago Bears? No. They're close, though. <laughs> The Tampa Bay Bucks. Nope. We did talk about this Jesus. team. Dolphins. Houston. Miami Dolphins. Miami Dolphins is number two at 510 yards. Total yards. Five. Oh. Okay. Bengals. Cincinnati. Cincinnati is the three at four. This is the worst team. 476. In the first, in the, and then the interesting here is the Jets. They're at 530. Yeah. Jets have one fucking player in the top 20. That's Lev Bell at 17. And Cincy has fucking Boyd at number 21. Hmm. I mean, we talk about all the time about high-scoring offenses, and, and and yet, fucking teams that run the ball, Baltimore. So, and it's not just the only the runners that score. It's not right. only the runners. Interesting. You know what I thought was interesting about that, the top three there, is he had Baltimore, who's up there because Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. got a ton. Mark Ingram has been doing well. And they still Gus use Ed- Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards is having 10 carries a game know. in the past three. In San Francisco, you got Breida, you got Tevin Coleman. While Coleman was out, you also had fucking Jeff, Jeff Wilson. Wilson, and who's yeah. the, who's the other guy? Mostert. Mostert. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's a reason that they're up there. They've got five fucking guys running the ball, and then there's Minnesota, and it's just fucking just Dalvin him Cook. by himself. Yeah. yeah. Well, just I, Dalvin Cook. you say that, but like I have Madison. And Madison. Madison in the past few weeks. Yeah, but he has still gets getting, forty yards has a game. Getting, I mean, carries. Yeah. 
I was glad to pick him up as my handcuff in my money in my uh, home league there. Real quick question for you guys. I had a second question here. It was which wide receiver tandems, which wide receiver tandem leads the NFL in total yards and TDs? Lions. That is a really good guess. That is a they great are guess. tied tied for the lead in TDs, not the same in in, in yardage. Mm. Marvin Jones and Kenny G all do have six and seven TDs respectively. Yeah, Galladay, they, they've been ridiculous. They've been really good. Who's in the lead then? Yeah, Bucks. It's the Bucks. Yeah, Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. Because Mike Evans in the past few weeks, seven, yeah. seven and six, off. but those two have. Six. Mike Evans goes from the the wide receiver twenty eight to the wide receiver one, one or in a two. Lot of yeah, sixteen hundred yeah. yards they've totaled now in in one one hundred fifty five targets. Yeah, I mean that's all they fucking do there. Yeah. That is all, all I got. fucking do. Although I did pick up Ronald Jones in a couple of spots, and I'm rolling him out there this week. It's a good play. Don't look at me like that, Wiz. Well, I think I'm rolling him out, too. Good boy. And now for more dumb shit I heard this week. This was a good one, guys. Do you know the name McRae Game? No. It's a great name. Do you know the name Truth Ministries? I have heard of that. In 1999, that's 20 years ago, McCray Game started Truth Ministries, which ended (coughs) up being the world's largest conversion therapy group in the world. Okay. Conversion therapy, whereas in they will take you from being gay... To being not gay oh. over a period of time. They will bring God into your life and beat the gay out of you with Jesus. God's going to do it? Okay. God doesn't beat anyone. God. This God uh, does. Have you read the Old Testament? Motherfucker, God is brutal. Okay. <laughs> Look, for 20 years, McCray Game has been doing the good Lord's work and beating the gay out of people. Converting them to a life of... of uh, when did you get beat as a kid? regularly um the 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 so it's enough to say that like conversion therapy existed for this many years of our lives that's dumb enough but the really funny part about all this is this 20 years later mccray game just came out as gay no he just he just came out publicly and said hey i'm fucking gay was it like the sandusky thing no (laughs) No, he didn't was it, was touch he like, little boy. He didn't fuck a little boy but, 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 in the shower. Was he like, using that as like the, oh, no. let's, let's go fuck in the back room? He, he he was fighting with himself about being gay, and he was like, there's no way that this is real. I'm going to do this thing to help myself as much I as I would anybody. bet you money he raped some people in his back room after he beat, went there to beat them. He wasn't raped, dude. I'm sure it wasn't. wasn't. You can't rape the willing. <laughs> you can't <laughs> rape the willing. Unless you get him real drunk. Then you can probably rape him. I thought that was really funny that I read that he just came out as gay. I listened to the interview. It was really heartfelt. He was so apologetic. He just did thinks, it at home? He just thinks all the stuff that he did was so bad. He thinks that being part of this for so long was just the worst thing. But yeah. Yeah, one of the leading conversion therapists in uh, the world happens to be a, uh, a quarterback. Oh yeah, kind of sweet, kind of shitty. That's a, that's he, such a clap. he digs so deep for some that. of our best drops turned out to be bullfrogs drops. Top three right now as it stands in three in the pink, two in the stink. 
522 points goes to yours truly, Dewey's Nuts. Do, I did have a do negative you mind just 10 giving us your roster? I, yeah, I will. I did have a negative point week a couple of weeks ago. Negative 10. Saw that. But that's the only time that I've been in the negative. Outside of that, I've just been fucking killing it, guys. Um, next up, Jake's Fantasy Blog manages to hold on to that second place spot. 362 points. Wiz, you went from second place down to seventh with a bad, what, negative 41, I think, this week. Uh, Give it time. It's early. That means jolly old Saint Saint Nicholas, also in our Flexual Frustration League, by the way, pops up in third place with a 277. So my roster is as follows. My balls deep player carry on Johnson now on the IR is not going to be doing anything else for me. Does that help you or hurt you? It balls deep always helps because the best you can hope for is not a negative in balls point. deep, point, right? Yeah. So it's fine. Royce Freeman, who was ADP forty, is my half shaft guy. He's the twenty five running back overall, so he's been scoring me on average points. fifteen twenty points a week. Devin Singletary, I have at a ADP forty seven, who is finally finally gotten the bulk of the work there. Uh, here in week eight. So I expect those numbers just to skyrocket. And he, he's picked up a huge amount of, of, of snaps these last two weeks. Yeah, and the only weeks that he hasn't been the most efficient running back in the league, he wasn't playing, so great. Uh, on the other side of things here, my ugly stick player, Odell Beckham Jr., what a great pick. That Browns offense is Man. not what you yeah. you thought it was, or was it Bullfrog that thought they were going to be top five? I didn't pick them to be top five. We bet him against him. Uh, and I picked Amari Cooper as my 10-foot pole, who's been good, better than I, I expected. Say, Amari Cooper's be. actually been very decent. His ADP 13, though, can't hurt me that much, right. even if he's won overall. So I've scored, a, there's a couple weeks where I've scored a shitload of points with Amari Cooper. Yeah, you're, you're really right winning now. because of ODB. ODB just hasn't done shit all year Before long. I picked my players this season, I looked back at last year's scores, and I decided the way to win this game is on the positive side of things, pick running backs and wide receivers on the negative side of things, because it's easier for running the the ceiling to floor spread on wide receivers is much bigger than yep. the ceiling to floor yeah. spread on running backs that get the ball. So I picked uh, I picked close running backs that aren't going to have a huge spread in my positives. Wide receivers that I expect to have some really shitty games, and it just turns out Odell Beckham had a lot more shitty games. Uh, well, I, I think you, you hear that Baker Mayfield. I mean that Baker Mayfield we talked about before could Mahomes repeat, and who who was going to challenge him? Yeah. Maybe feel this was one of the ones that we talked about. He's been terrible. Yeah. He's been very fucking bad. Bottom three. Uh, right now, the good doctor remains at the very bottom of the list, negative 384 but points. But he's not considered a fantasy expert anymore, right? That's why he does not on the show anymore. Okay. He's been ousted by the Wolfpack over here, <laughs> who's real quiet, by the way. Ash Goddard is the second from the bottom, negative 283. That means the Cave of Excellence have moved up. To 26th place or something. <laughs> negative 263. She continues to score negative points, but it's a lot It's a lot closer to zero than some of these other douche dicks. She's probably going to like that mustache. On top of that mustache. She's going to ride it, baby. There you, go. you know it's a clit tickler. I do not know that. It's a clit tickler. Is it? It's the old clit tickler. You've tried it before? Fuck yeah! <laughs> this mustache is not new. I just changed the sh- I just got rid of the beard, bro. I've always had the mustache. Uh, a couple of notes from this week. Look, this is the biggest concentration of negative scores since week three. More players scored negative points this week uh, than they have in a long time. Juju, who was the most popular balls deep player, scored a negative 61 
He's been fucking me in some fantasy leagues, but he's fucking others in uh, three in the pink, two in the stink. Anthony Miller, the most popular just-a-tip player, scored a negative 43, which means he had a he had to be like the wide receiver 89. Did he even have any yeah. catches? That's uh-huh. going to keep happening That's because a, yeah. Trubisky's garbage. Yeah. And, and he's, what, the fifth option on the team? And then uh, the ugly stick player here that scored a whole lot of points for some people. A few people had Stephon Diggs. He had one catch, one yard last week. So that helps. We're uh, still in there. Thielen left no. it after left. like the first yeah. and he's series. out this week. Yeah, he left after the first year's hamstring injury, retweaked it because he started before he should have started. Even, Mahomes. One thing I thought about this week was I love Diggs. Diggs is a great player. If he's your number two wide receiver, yes. he's a great as number two because he's going to go yeah. off. As a number one receiver, he doesn't work. Yeah, but I don't know that anybody has him as a number The only reason we they do. have him as a number one is if you pay. No, Cup is our number one. Not, the only reason you not, have him won. We not, not the way we drafted or traded for Diggs. The only way, we traded our rookie first round. Traded away Keenan Allen, not for Diggs. I, I realize that, we didn't, but the whole idea was that that Diggs would slide into number one. But we were hoping. But Cup has been fabulous. Yeah. I agree Cup with you. And God, but yeah, I mean those guys are legit number ones. Fuck yeah, fuck yeah. They were one two for a while in the yeah. league before Mike Evans decided to. Pull but but I mean the bottom line here is that you, in my mind, we I, we traded for Diggs to be number one. We did. And, and he's, he's not, not, he's not he's that. Not. On a couple of weeks, he's been great. But that's not what you were hoping for. I, he's I mean, still a good or a fantasy presu- receiver. Presumably, Kirk Cousins is now throwing the ball more and better than he was in the beginning of the year. So more some balanced. of that early more season balanced, stuff. Yeah. Diggs was a little injured, banged up, coming out of the preseason, you may remember. He was belligerent. So uh, we may be all right. We may be all right. All right. How about a show? That oh he's this is you know at the end of the this is he's the next big thing. Looks like it. We're going start of the week here. Um, I don't. I think. I think this is you, Wolfpack. You're going to start is. us off. Pick a quarterback for us that is going to have just the best week. I went with uh, Kyler Murray. Mm. The I mean, Bucks defense ain't that good. At least I feel like it's not. I mean, Giants beat him. Sure. But uh, for the stats on it, passer rating of 107 the red zone since week two. That's the eighth best. That's a pretty good stat. And then the Bucks defense on that same type of in the, in the red zone for passer rating is 98. And that's the 13th highest. So I feel like Kyler Murray's going to have his chances in the red zone. He's going to go ahead and score. Good yeah. opportunity to score. Early on, all year Kyler Murray's been playing pretty well. But for the first five weeks or so, he just couldn't score. He's been scoring a little more. I, it, yeah, he's fine. I mean, look what he did against uh, 49ers last week. Yeah, which is a fabulous defense. Yes, it's great defense. He just gets so much opportunity, and they just they don't stop throwing the ball. Yeah, no. Which is what we said. Which is what well, at least I said all off season. That's going to mm-hmm. happen. You don't have to win games. We said this be, offense no, would be terrible. They wouldn't win any games. It'd be bad, but they would move the fucking ball. They won ball. three. They went three. Are they three, three and five? Three and six? Three, five, and one? Yeah, they, yeah, they, they had, had a tie. tie. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but it doesn't matter. Kyler Murray's still yeah. going to finish high as fuck. Top six quarterback at the end of the year. All right, I'll go next. I've got a stud of the week at the running back position. That's our, our boy, David Montgomery. I'm not sure I like this pick. But, because finally, Nagy, look, Nagy got called out in a press conference. He's got called out for the last two weeks, buddy. This was three weeks ago. Because... Have after seven carries against the Saints, which, I went belligerent on this call. Which I said this, I said this right the, on the, the show. This right cost after. me a fucking shot. I was the only one here, but I said this right after. That is the least amount of running back carries in a Bears game 
ever. Less more than a hundred years of football. And that was yeah. the least running back carries in a game ever. Did you hear his response? They didn't hire me to run the I form. Yeah. But he came out the very next game and pounded the shit out of the ball. Montgomery got twenty plus carries. Huh. The game after that, twenty plus carries. Montgomery's getting the ball because they realize, hey, maybe David Montgomery is the Bears version of Nick Chubb, the only piece that works on this offense. So why not fucking use the shit out of him? I like it. I like in the past. Is, is that it, accurate, or is it, they just know that Mitch is that bad that that they can actually move the ball, kind of protect him a little bit? Yeah, that the throw is nothing. Much. Nothing in Cleveland is working except handing it off to Chubb. Nothing in Chicago is working except handing it off to Montgomery. It's the same formula over the past two weeks. And guess what? Over those past two weeks, where Montgomery's gotten twenty carries, twenty touches a game, he's a number two fantasy back. Just right behind CMC, which nobody's going to touch no. ever because that no. man is a, no. a god. Um, 77% of the team's running back touches in the last two weeks, those two weeks for Montgomery. Well, did they cut Davis? I don't know. Did they? Uh, I think they I sh- haven't they, heard they, they, they should that. have because otherwise it cost them. They, they got a draft pick by cutting him. No, I will so I, I assume so. they Tariq did. Cohen's not doing anything. No, if you no. drafted him, you're really disappointed. And this week, Chicago plays Detroit. Detroit is the gives up more points than any other team in the league. Two running backs, um, 100-yard games in three of the last four. Uh, Cook did it. Jacobs did it. Jamal Williams had a 100-yard running rushing game. after. This was after uh, um, Aaron Jones fumbled and then dropped that easy pass and didn't get to play on the field again. Uh, at least 20 points to starting running backs on every single team they've played since their bye in Week 5. Uh, this is a game that's just teed up for David Montgomery, which probably means old fucking cutie... Nagy, Matt Nagy's gonna yeah. stop giving the ball to him. But if it does, it out. if he if he manages to hand it, it, just call the run plays, turn the card over, cover up the left side, and only call the run plays on the right. You'll be fine. And David Montgomery's gonna have a huge game. You, this is the this is the kind of game as a Chicago Bears fan that I'm scared out of my mind that they're not gonna he, he, that he's gonna get four carries. Is it in Detroit or? Or is it at? But Detroit. Yeah I, yeah, I don't know where it is, but I don't know that it My means. only concern here, and I, I do like, I, I like what numbers you're giving me. My concern here is that Patricia is smart enough to know I'm going to stack the box and make Mitchell Trubisky yeah. beat me. Sure. Because he's got sure. de- decent cornerbacks. Well, he's got, Darius Slay's a good cornerback. Right. You know, I mean, you don't well, think he stacked the box against Josh Jacobs and said, go ahead and go ahead and beat me in the air. I don't know about that. I mean, yeah, I mean, better quarterback. Carr's better. Better, yes, but not great. He's Jake better than been, Mitchell Trubisky. He's been fabulous, but if, well, I mean, we'll if, see. If you were that, def- if you were that off, if you were a coordinator on the Detroit Lions, who would you make beat you right now? You'd try to make Mitchell Trubisky beat, <laughs> right. but it doesn't look like this defense has it in him to stop the run. More points than anybody in the league. You can't tell well, me that it's because Patricia's been. You can have one week though. Well, I, I think your points, if. If he gets the carries, to get you the points. It'll be great. Yeah, it'll it'll be be fine. It'll be fine all day long. But it's a big if. If, because now he's an idiot. But you got it wide receiver. Uh, I have Michael Thomas, folks, against Atlanta. Atlanta's been one of the worst defenses all year long. They continue to do it. It's fucking holes everywhere. Thomas has double-digit targets in six of eight games, double-digit catches in four of eight games, 100 yards in four of those eight games. 20 or more fancy points in two of those last four games, folks. You can't fucking miss on this yeah, character. This is, a, this is as close to a lock as you can get. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, if there's, if there's a guy out there, you can't miss it. My God. Um, Desmond Trufant this week going against right for Atlanta. He's quarterback number 75. Ugh. 
Is that that's, a fuck? That's awful. That's very bad. Yes. Only one wide receiver has scored in the last three games against Atlanta, and that has been... DK Metcalf. Metcalf. So that's a concern, yeah. right? Like, they they were real bad early, touchdown-wise. But they haven't given up a lot of touchdowns. Are you concerned about that at all for Michael Thomas? This Are you said, concerned? This says in the first five games, seven different receivers combined for ten total touchdowns in five games. God, the first five no games. shit. And then they've shut down... <laughs> no wonder you can't read your stuff when you get down, drunk. Yeah, they shut down... <laughs> But are you concerned? No. Okay. I, I mean, Michael yeah. Thomas is, is probably the most reliable receiver. I mean, like you talked about Mike Evans and even Hopkins, like Nuke Hopkins. Not He's a great Hopkins. receiver. Can't catch the ball right now. He's terrible. He doesn't put up any points. ODB's great receiver. Can't put up any points at all. Michael Thomas is a fucking a beast out yeah. there. Yeah. If he doesn't get it done. There's problems. You quit. He's if almost, you fucking roll him out there and he fucks you, just quit playing. He's almost like Kevin Johnson without a deep threat. Yeah. He's a slower yes. Calvin Johnson. Absolutely. All right. What's the matter? Big boy can't get it up. That was a really great wide receiver pick there. Wiz, just saying. It's a fucking... St- I was like, oh, by the way, it's a unicorn. Oh, yeah. I think you catch that. Take that. All right. Uh, can't get it up. We're each picking a guy, you know, guy that's ranked highly, projected to do well this week, and that we think might... Might, might drop the ball a little bit. We talked about this guy earlier in the show. I'm going to kick us off. This is Kenny Galladay. Seven touchdowns on the year for Kenny Galladay. That's really good. Three touchdowns in the last two games for Kenny Galladay. Uh, 400-yard games on the season. Kenny Galladay has been getting it done. For a while, it was kind of quiet. But the touchdowns of late, I mean, he is he's, he's made himself known i was a doubter coming into the year but he's doing really playing really well matt stafford is playing really fucking well but uh i say this week be careful look there's been a couple of times on the season where galladay scored two fantasy points right it has happened it is known to happen on a matthew patricia offense that the offensive pieces that you like are going to disappear chicago's only given up with one touchdown one touchdown since week three to wide receivers, only giving up three touchdowns all year to wide receivers. So there's a lot of pieces of this defense that is playing worse and worse as the year goes on. But that's in the run game. Akeem Hicks is out. Um, you know, big backs are just beating them up because they can't stay on the field for 50 minutes a game. The Lions don't have that, though. Stuff the run, and the Lions aren't going to do it. They've been shutting down receivers. Um, the way that the lineup looks at this point, Prince Amukamara is going to be the guy, not Kyle Fuller, who is covering... Galladay. Look, Kyle Fuller might be the number one corner on this team, but Prince Amukamara is the best corner on this team. Kyle, Kyle Fuller's a little too aggressive, gives up a lot of big plays. Amukamara does not do that. In fact, he's right now the number 10 ranked cornerback in the league. 58% catch rate, which is okay, but only 30 yards per game against him. If you take away the 80 yards that Michael Thomas put up, 23 yards to receivers per game all year against Amukamara. No touchdowns scored on a wide receiver running a route against this kid. And only, it was, Thomas the only guy that has had double-digit fantasy points. Uh, the Bears defense, they're still okay. Okay, all right? They're still great against the pass. Amukamara is going to see a lot of this kid, Galladay, and I think he's going to shut him down relatively well, even though this team's on the field all goddamn day against this defense. Interesting numbers here is that um, Stafford... In his first time in his career, he's put him, well, I mean, he's actually put in remarkable numbers, but he's going actually 
different than what we thought with, with Jim Bob Cooter, but he's actually going throwing the ball deeper than he's ever done before. Yeah. Um, but I think you're right on this pick. I think it's a good pick. I actually think that, I, I to our listeners, stay away from this game in general. So, I don't yeah. think it's a good game to play. Not going to be. There a, are no. way better games elsewhere. I believe the over under is forty one and a half or something. Like this is going to be a very low scoring yeah. game. The Bears are, you know, the Bears are favored three points. I don't know how, maybe but maybe two and a half. Okay. And it's an over under forty one yeah. and a half. You don't want to play a fantasy game with an over under forty one and a half, guys. Nope. Wolfpack. Wolfpack. I went with Dak Prescott on this. I'm not sure I like that pick either. I, I don't like Dak Prescott at all. Okay. So I mean, I kind of went is with because he's pick. white. Dak ain't white. Oh, is that what? the reason? No. All right. I just I don't like him at all. I just for some reason he's I don't think he's that good. He I mean, he's good got, last week. Hey, I apologize he, for the delay, but that's racist. <laughs> that's racist. Come on, Wolfpack. I I don't like him. I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. I mean, he's got a great offensive line. He's got Cooper's receiver. He's got a great running back, but. I still don't think he's that $40 million quarterback that he's looking to be. Um, I didn't really throw down any stats. I just feel like he's not going to have a good game. I mean, the Vikings defense is – they're a good team. They have great cornerbacks, so they can shut down. But Ray, Rhodes has not played very good this year. He's actually had a pretty bad year. But I think part of his point is that it's not even necessarily the back end, but watch the pressure yeah. get to the yeah. back. I you think can, that, you that, got a that, good front seven. I, I mean, what do you want to bet on this one? I'll make this bet. Nope. Okay, top twelve quarterback, top ten. You bet top twelve quarterback. I'll bet you that. Don't let him push you around. Make your terms. If you want it to be top ten, you say fucking top ten. <laughs> top twelve is what it is. It's a bet. That's the bet. <clears throat> a bet. Yay! I'm going with Allen Robinson, folks. Same game. I'm playing the same game. <laughs> Nuts hit it earlier. He says it's a terrible game to play, and I'm going to I'm going to tag team that against Detroit. A Rob has had 71 targets so far, which is top 12 among the receivers. Which is pretty fucking good. It is. Um, but to me, he's going against Darius Slay, who's really he's still a fucking yeah. really good cornerback. And Patricia, if there, if he does anything very well, he figures out how to take the best player away. And the Bears, if honestly, all year long, only had one option so far on offense, and it is Allen Robinson. Are you forgetting about the the Taylor Gabriel game? No, okay. I'm not. I'm really not. Okay. Um, let me tell you guys this: these numbers, okay, for for, for for fucking five seconds here. Mitchell Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky, Trubisky. Hey, Wolf, are you gonna take a shot while he talks? He's 27th in yards. Okay, his QBR. Is thirty four point eight. Where do you think that ranks? Oh my god, thirty four point eight. Thirtieth overall. How about his quarterback rating? Passer rating. Passer rating. Eighty twenty ninth overall. Uh, that's out of one hundred and fifty seven point whatever. I mean, uh, I ah. guess I guess my point to you guys here on, the, on this: this is not a good game for Robinson. We talked about the over under. This is forty one. This is it's just not a good game. It's just. Terrible. Don't play it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't right. Alan Rob, there's it's better good. options elsewhere. Look, it's, an, it's the over under is 41 and a half. I'd take the under. This is an NFC North divisional yeah. game. These games go a particular way. And it's not fantasy friendly. No. Hey, can I ask you a question about this? Would you play Robinson or Kareem Hunt? Cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough. 
Are we are we talking? It was half point because we always say half point on this show. I, I mean, I would if I would oh, I would play Robinson. You would? I'm hope. What I'm hoping for from Robinson is oh, fuck, five, five catches and forty yards. Oh, see, I, I would probably get more. I would say five or sixty. Yeah, I'm Robinson's hoping, pretty good. Uh, and, and the the potential at me. He's not a red zone guy for Trubisky either, though. So the Bears have no offensive fucking. I know you're doing a red zone offense. I they know. gotta get there first. <laughs> yeah, they're never there. <laughs> My, yeah, I don't like either of those plays. But again, I think there's a chance that. And see, like to your question, I think there's a chance that Kareem Hunt has one fantasy point this week, and I don't. Oh, and no, I don't no, no, think no. that's necessarily in the cards for Robinson. Well, I think. Kareem Hunt, from a ceiling standpoint, is what? Is 10 carries? Yeah. yeah. So and, 10 carries, and 40 yards? And we've seen Allen Robinson, even in a bad game against Green Bay, his his ceiling is okay. Here. It's good. I mean... But I don't see it happening. For, I, I, if I if that's my choice between the two, I might just... Might just I, I don't a, think it's as clear as you. I think, I think Buff, I mean, Buffalo has a very similar team, similar game. They play a very slow game. Woo! I'm not. I mean, I would actually probably go hunt on this one. Well, you are going hunt, so I think you've uh, said that piece already. Hide your kids. The boys are flex trafficking again. Make hey, back. Wolfpack. What's up? Let me see that water that you're drinking over there for a second. Just, just get that shit out of here. We don't <laughs> fucking drink water in the studio, a. God damn it. A lot of bottles in front of you to choose from. And I the plastic that. water bottle is never Wait. the right decision. It was the wrong you know grab. Uh, let's go flex traffic. I want to start. Well, let's start with you, Wolfpack. I want to hear yours. And I hope you convince me because this is a kid that I'm will be playing against you. Okay. Marquise Brown against the Bengals. Ooh, Hollywood. We know the Bengals are no good. They're tanking. Uh, and then you got to look at, you know, Marquise Brown did have a good first quarter against the Patriots, but the Patriots do what they do, and they pretty much stop everything. They really? just, you know, didn't hold out Except long Except for Lamar Jackson. Right. And then look at what he did against Miami. Miami sucks, and they still had Fitzpatrick at the time as their, what, safety cornerback, whatever they were playing at that time. Mm-hmm. He had four or five targets for 147 with two TDs, and both of them were over 40 yards. I feel like he could have maybe not as good of a game. Yeah. But I feel like he's going to at least get you a TD, get you about five, six targets. Maybe not reach 100 yards, but I'll say a good 80, 85. He, since he's been, I'll say that since he's been back from his injury, it looks like he's slowly been coming on. And each week he's getting a little bit right. better, a little bit better. More on the field, more routes run, more targets his way. Um, it. It's been, it was been disappointing as a Hollywood Brown owner, but I think he's coming back into his own. And this is one of those get right games. The Bengals, come on. The yeah. problem, the problem that I have with Hollywood Brown, he, he, the the what he does for this offense is a lot. He takes a, he takes the top of this offense all the time. Yes, or mm-hmm. against the defense, he just does that. I mean, they have to actually respect his speed. This, but but keep in mind, this team leads the fucking league in fucking rushing yards. They do. This is this is a secondary option. Um... But it doesn't take. But you, to your point, it doesn't take many. Doesn't take many. No, does not. Like I mean, he's three catches, and the guys that he might give you fifteen. Ca- and it's not. It, it's the, the exciting thing. He's fun to watch, right? Like, yeah. The yeah. exciting thing is not always that 
he's going to score an 80-yard touchdown on a 60-yard no. fucking pass, 40-yard pass. He's going to score an 80-yard touchdown on an Odell Beckham-style right. slant that he fucking right. takes to the house because he's so hard to catch once he's moving. Or just like a swing pass right at the line yes. of scrimmage, and he's going to go. You do what you can. All right, hit us with your flex traffic whiz. Oh, <laughs> oh me. Yeah, you. That's you. Yeah, I just it, went. It, it's Zach Pascal against the Dolphins, hey. folks. There you go. Um, just as, In the last three weeks, he's put up huge numbers. Three TDs, three weeks. 15 targets in three weeks. And there's no fucking T.Y. Hilton. I go beyond that. There's no Paris Campbell. No Paris nope, broken Campbell. Broken Um, uh, real. I mean, we're talking. We're talking at least ten points here. I, I, there's. I mean, it doesn't really matter if it's Hoyer or or Jacoby Brissett. One of them will get him points. One of them will get him the ball. He has good matchups. He's got good opportunity here. He's playable. He's playable. I almost picked him up in a couple of spots, even going into last week. Uh, didn't do it. Probably should have. Because I'm second to last in our. He, I mean, I mean, I think you just hit on the head. People that I mean, and there's no reason why you shouldn't have picked this guy up two weeks ago. So right now, Jacoby Brissett is a game time decision. I don't even. Ma- it doesn't blame. matter for Zach Pascal. I don't even know who who plays if Brissett doesn't play. Hoyer, Hoyer, Hoyer. Brian Hoyer. Oh my! Well, you remember Brian Hoyer in Cleveland did some things. Hoyer was pretty good last he, week. He, he did. He did. Houston. I mean, he like what he had like. Four touchdown passes, two of them were to the other team. I mean, that's still good. <laughs> <laughs> from a fantasy, four, from okay. a fantasy standpoint, he's, yeah, I mean, he was, he's he was relevant. Good. Yeah. Yeah, Pascal's a good play this week. I'm going to go with Golden Tate um, in the New York Crosstown Classic, if you will. I know that's it's a basic big team. matchup here. It's a yeah. huge matchup. I'll, I'm going to talk about it a couple more times over the course of this show. Look, the very first week of the year, um, I talked about this Jets defense. I said, look. There's a lot of pieces of this Jets defense that are new. They're gonna be they're gonna be really good, but you can exploit them in the defensive backfield, and you can do it early. Well, you the the and their their defensive front has come along. Their linebacking crew has come along, but what has not is that defensive backfield. In fact, Tremaine Johnson, their best corner on the IR as of what last week, Daryl Roberts. That's their other starting cornerback. Um, he had a setback this week. Practice Wednesday, didn't practice Thursday, probably not going to play calf injury. Nate Hairston, that's their third best corner, not their slot corner, by the way, but their third best corner. He's got a thumb injury, a knee injury, and a neck injury, probably going to play. Brian Poole is their nickelback. He's their he's their slot corner. He's going to be faced up against Golden Tate most of the game. Um, but, look, without any... Fucking starting cornerbacks on the outsides. A lot of safety help is going to be going to those outside corners. I think Golden Kate, even in his advanced age, can beat any slot corner man-to-man. We have a long conversation that I cut out of the show completely a few weeks ago about how hard <laughs> it is to cover the slot with... Yeah, we did. Golden Tate is, a, is one of the... Even, like I said, and even in his advanced age, one of the best slot receivers in the game as far as skill route running and getting separation. He can do it. He's kicking ass here on the Giants. 8.5 targets per game since his injury, since he came back from injury. He's had over 80 yards in three of the last four. Did you see that crazy catch on the sideline last week? It was was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. And everybody was like, oh, it's just like the Odell Beckham thing. He's wearing the same color jersey and everything. Um Look, Daniel Jones trusts this kid because he's making catches on balls that he shouldn't catch. He's getting open. He's getting separation in the middle of the field where he's looking anyway. 
Daniel Jones likes Golden Tate. He likes him for good reason. The New York Jets' defensive backfield is trash, and they're all fucking hurt. I think Golden Tate has a really big game. The only thing I would like to tell to our listeners right now is between Golden Tate, Marquise Brown, and Zach Pascal, Golden Tate is the lowest ceiling out of this. Um, he probably has most opportunity. You are right about that. I think he's going to score more points than either of those two. And I'll make that bet. You are making that bet straight up? You want to? Yeah. Oh, it's a bet. You want in the? You want in on this? I'll let you. I'll let you guys have this. Wolf pack. You're not gonna get any of these bets. You fine. I I took a bet with you. Are you you double dipping me? I'll double dip you. Put it in there, baby. I could take two. Done it before. Quiz. Wolf. Yeah. (laughs) Wolf pack. So you got that ear infection? Yes, sir. Now that's a stream. Guys, let's talk streamers. I'm going to kick us off. I think I'm talking about quarterbacks. Um, I've got two names I'm going to say here. First off, if Jacoby Brissett goes, he is your streamer. I think he's 35% owned in Yahoo right now, playing against the Miami Dolphins. But it's a game-time decision. And uh, is that the Monday night? Is that the Monday night game? No, no. the Monday night oh, is, hope not. is Seattle <laughs> and San Fran. Okay. Um, so it's it, he's game time, so I'm not going to pick him. Instead, I'm going to pick Ryan Tannehill as my mm. streaming quarterback of the week. I think he's 13% owned somewhere in there. Gets to play against the Kansas City Chiefs. Look, Mahomes is back. I said it a minute ago. Maybe there's going to be some points scored in this game. Going to have to throw the ball a lot. Kansas City has given up at least 20 points to quarterbacks in five of their last seven games. Only Joe Flacco and Jacoby Brissett missed that mark. And I think they sacked Jacoby Brissett like six times in that game. It was a really weird, anomalous game. Three quarterback touchdowns in four of the last six games by this Kansas City Chiefs defense. They're a bad defense. They were worse to begin the year than they are now. They're getting after it a little bit more here. But still, giving up points in the passing game. Two quarterbacks. Ryan Tannehill, since he stepped in for Tennessee, has been really quite good. I mean, there's no you, you can't he's so much better than Mariota was on that team. He's quarterback five overall in fantasy points since he's been starting. That's over the last three weeks. On a per game basis on the season, he's outscored Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Jameis Winston, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who's been good lately, even the mustache himself. Uh, Gardner Minshew. He's outscored a lot of quarterbacks, some of them that you're probably starting this week on a per-game basis. I think Tannehill's good. I think Kansas City's a good matchup. I think it's a better matchup with Mahomes in the game than it was with Matt Moore in the game. Uh, I don't see any reason to shy away from playing Tannehill. Not shy away from, but Tennessee offense has actually put up, I think, a top it's top 15 points per game since he's taken over. He's he's been good. Yeah. He's been quite good. He's only 13% owned. I mean, in a in a lot of there's a lot of buys this week. Like he's yeah. a good fucking streaming option if you need him. So I have Deshaun Watson in my home league on a buy <laughs> this week. Um I went to the waiver wire fully expecting Tannehill was going to be my guy. Gone. J- Jameis Winston was available, so I put in a. He was my first pick. Tannehill was my second. I got Winston, um, and as soon as I got Winston, I thought, 
Do I actually want Winston over Tannehill? Yeah, I don't know, yes, you but do. in, yeah. this, in this week I do, so I'm playing him. But I would not have been sad or mad about Tannehill being my starter. I think he's, I think he's absolutely playable with confidence. Yeah, I, I'm on board with that. I, I, I mean, it, it's a huge difference where Mariota took their offense to, to Tannehill, and Tannehill, like you said, fantasy relevant is the important part here. Super relevant. All right, hit us with the tight end streamer. Wolf hat. I went with O.J. Howard. Oh God! I know he's. Uh, <laughs> oh man, he's hardly owned. Yeah, he's no. a big bust this year. But six teams are on by this week. Yep. So if you need a tight end, I mean, he's your tight end because, I mean, what I got here is Cardinals give up the most fantasy points to tight ends. That's true. And you remember T.J. Hawkinson in Week One? That's true. Fuck, and he hasn't showed up since. No, he has not. Uh, he could be the only available tight end available. I said that twice, but for Bray has ribs and Auclair, I think that's his name, as a toe, and they're more significant than his issues. Jesus. That's it? That's all you that got? is it. That is all I got. I just feel like O.J. Howard would be your best bet if you're going to pick up a guy. The reason O.J. Howard is totally unowned is because he's been hurt, right? He's finally back. He, I did back. very briefly consider him. I took Gesicki as a streamer over O.J. Howard. Um... Uh, and I feel pretty good about that. But you're not... You I mean, Gusecki over him? Well, it's Gusecki, but yes, I did. Gusecki, Do you want to make, make that bet? No. But Do I'll you want to make I'll that make bet? Better, I'll make a bet in Gusecki. Over O.J. Howard? No, not straight up. So that was the decision <laughs> I had, and that's what I made. O.J. Howard, he's just sucked. I mean, if breaks out, I think it's a good play. Right. I think it's a good play if breaks out. But for whatever reason... This is one of those big mysteries. Like, O.J. Howard is an athletic fucking... Yeah, he was good he's for, what, not, two, three years? And this year he's just... Well, he's, part of that is his offense goes to, to wide that, that, that those receivers two, those better. Those two wide receivers, yeah. yep. Um, all right, so I, I guess I'm going defensive streamer yeah. here. All right. I, I, I wouldn't pick I'm this going up. back to that New York, New York game. I'm going to take the New York Giants as my streaming defense. So, look, I know that the New York Giants are a really bad NFL defense, but it does not take good NFL play to be a good fantasy play. Even at the defense position, um, look, six of nine games so far this season, the Giants have at least three sacks. Sacks score you points. Four of the last six games... The New York Giants have multiple turnovers on defense. Turnovers score you points. Forget how many points they give up. Points given up is all you're doing there on your defense is trying not to lose points for your defense. I'm saying play for the positive point production by your defense via sacks, via turnovers. Since Darnold has come back from his injury, that's four games now. In the last four games, here's what Darnold has done. Five touchdowns to nine interceptions. In those four games, he's been sacked 14 times, and he's fumbled twice. He's been bad. He's yeah. been bad. The Giants' defense has been doing things that score fantasy points in sacks and turnovers. This is a this is set up really nicely for, for some decent points on a really low, almost unowned streaming defense if you need them. Go ahead. I feel good about that play. Better than you do, Wiz. Yeah, I don't like that play very much. No, you didn't put one in, so. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to talk for a while. Daily Deep Throat.
A few weeks ago, I won this. Apparently, last week, I came in dead la- ass last, but <laughs> Wiz doesn't want to talk about Daily Deep Throat, so I will. As always, I guarantee you, 100% lock, guarantee a 50-50 win, uh, but that's it. I don't expect you to win a whole lot of money. I just You won't go broke if you take my advice. I'm going to give you three quarterbacks <laughs> here. I'm going to give you three quarterbacks here at various... My, my whole goal here is various price points, some expensive guys, some cheap guys at each position. At the quarterback, Drew Brees seems just like Michael Thomas. As If there's a lock this week, that's him playing against Atlanta. 8300 bucks. He's not the most expensive quarterback. I think he's number four or five. I like Jameis Winston against Arizona because Jameis Winston can score fantasy points. 7900 bucks. And if you want to go cheap, I said it a minute ago. Ryan Tannehill, seventy two hundred bucks. Seems expensive, relatively speaking. Well, quarterbacks, there's not that big a spread usually. There's not. No. I mean, but, but, I mean starting it, quarterbacks don't go down to five grand like running backs. I hear you, but is, is Tannehill bottom half or, or is, he's in the bottom half? He at is seventy two hundred. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um. So so there's some options in there for you, and I would feel good about any one of those plays. Um, in fact, I waffled between those three guys in my own personal lineup this week at the running back position. It's so hard not to play Christian McCaffrey. But he cost ten thousand five hundred dollars. Can you stop for two seconds in here? FanDuel. You know who the asshole has won most of all of our weeks so far? Who it's been? Froggy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who he plays every fucking week? CMC. CMC every, every week. fucking week. Yeah. It's, every it's, fucking week he plays this asshole. So many more points than anybody else. I tried so hard to get CMC in my lineup, but at ten five, it's it's impossible <laughs> to, it's gonna be to rough. put anybody around him. And yet Froggy will do it. Have we seen a number that high this year? I don't know that we have, okay? That's high as shit. 10-5, guys. It's ridiculous. Froggy has won most weeks because he's put in CMC most weeks. Yeah, but he's won only one more week than I have. And I don't... Oh, I've never seen the top. I'm always in the bottom with (laughs) Wiz. Now, look. um, So, if you don't want to spend $10,000-plus on a running back this week, there's some other options, okay? As far as I'm concerned, right now... There's only one running back in the league who has the same potential ceiling as CMC because we've seen it. And it's Aaron Jones, who's beat CMC out two times this year. Aaron Jones only costs 7600 bucks. Okay? So if you want to save three grand on a guy that could also score 40, maybe that's where you go. You know I like David Montgomery against Detroit this week. Only $6,400. That's very cheap. At the running back position, and finally, if you're if you're out of cash altogether and you're looking for that second running back, Damian Williams has. Yeah, I'll take a beer. You want to give me a beer? Do you guys want any of these? No, I don't want any of your gross ass. Yeah, beers. you got him Woodson. Mick Ultra Woodson, of course. I'm good. That Woodson's old, too old to drink at this point. It's only like six months. Well, what do you get? I only have one beer in there. Oh, this one. Yeah. No, I, there's a couple weird beers in there. Those aren't mine. Those are yours. Those are root beers. <laughs> Root beer. Um, the only other running back here, Damian Williams. Yeah, look, LaShawn McCoy, since Matt Moore has been the starter, LaShawn McCoy's not getting it done. Damian Williams had a big week last week. Tennessee is a tough defense, but six grand for a Damian Williams with Patrick Mahomes back might be worth uh, a consideration. At the wide receiver position, it, we said his name a bunch already. Michael Thomas is the most expensive wide receiver, $8,700. Might be worth it. Eighty seven hundred is nothing relative to the ten five for CMC. Yeah. Okay, ten five. That's a lot. Um, 
as a general rule, I like to go cheap on receivers, so the rest of my guys are going to be pretty cheap here. I like Zach Pascal, as Wiz said, 6400 bucks. Golden Tate, who I think is going to outscore him this week, 6300 bucks. Devontae Parker with Preston Williams out of the game, $5,800. I promise you he'll be in every lineup, every fucking lineup I make this week. Christian Kirk I like this week, too, 5700 against Tampa Bay. So there's some potential there for some really cheap dollar, low dollar wide receiver plays that can maybe allow you putting CMC in one of your lineups if you go there. I hate everything about the tight end position this week. My philosophy this year has been spend up for a stud tight end, but the only stud tight end I would spend up for this week is uh, uh, George Cato, but he's probably not going to play. Yeah, he's, he's he's questionable till Monday, which he's, is terrible. Yes, he's a Monday night questionable, so you probably don't even have the option if you're playing a main slate game. Uh, we could, we're not recommending you actually you wait that long. No, you can't wait that so long. So the only two, the only two that I would even consider playing this week: Gerald Everett, who's been a little spotty but decent before the buy, fifty seven hundred bucks. You can save some money on a cheap tight end, or Mike Gesicki. I've said it before, uh, fifty three yeah. hundo, pretty fucking cheap. OJ Howard's cheaper if you like. That's it. true. Ingram's out this week. Angram is not playing this week. Yeah. Who's his backup? It's, uh, oh, you just picked him up. I did. Uh, 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 Wolfpack. Somebody E. Wolfpack. Angram. I'm, I'm looking. Um, I'm not touching that guy either. Even though he's did, he did well in relief, actually, a couple of times. At the defense position, I'll take New Orleans against the garbage Atlanta Falcons, five grand. They might be the most expensive. Does, does Quinn lose his job this year? Nate, well, they're bad, maybe. But the defense that I'm picking for my personal lineup is the New York Giants, $4,500. Save some money. If you're trying to play CMC, you got to go low-end everywhere else. Rhett Ellison. Rhett Ellison, that's who it is. From a fantasy perspective, I have don't mind spending money on defense because I think there's a, there's a large swing. There's a large swing from the bottom half to the top half, and from negative points to positive points. The nice thing about FanDuel is even the most expensive defense is Cheap, cheaper yeah. than your cheapest your wide receiver. Yeah. So, I mean, that's I mean, my question, though. <laughs> is New Orleans or New York? I would probably... New York New York team is extremely risky, and price is nothing. I don't think the Giants are extremely risky, though. I think it's a solid play, and again... If you're trying to spend ten five on CMC, yeah. that extra five hundred bucks going for the Giants makes a difference. Okay. That's my guaranteed fifty fifty win. Choose from any of those guys. Would you guys believe that in my own personal daily deep throw lineup, I chose two Miami Dolphin pass catchers this week because I did. I can believe it. An you are. Idiot. <laughs> I'd still win. Is don't be an idiot. Don't be. Here, I'll play it for you, and then we'll. Don't. Shit. Hang on. I will play it for you. Maybe. Then we'll move on to the next thing. Because you guys are going head to head. Would you? I don't win these ever. He's never won one. I think I won one last year. On his would we rather? I did. He's never won a would you rather. Maybe it's because I can't understand what he's trying to say. Wolf. Yeah, he was three when he. Two? Wolfpack. Wiz has never won one of these. Well, odds Please are in my favor. Don't fuck it up. <laughs> fuck it up. But I haven't won this year. I know that. Would you rather? I think I got some good questions in here for you guys. Let's go quarterbacks first. I'm going to give you two names. You tell me the one you like. We're going to trade off 
Wolfpack, you'll go first on the first question. Right. Wiz will go first on the second question, so forth and so on, so that you, he doesn't always get to hear your answers. <laughs> At the quarterback <laughs> position, are you picking Kirk Cousins against the Dallas Cowboys? Good, solid defense with a great pass rush, by the way. DeMarcus Lawrence is so good. He's not Jeez. as good as Melvin Ingram. Did you see him on Thursday night? Yeah. I did. Are you playing Kirk Cousins versus Dallas, or are you going to go Ryan Tannehill, my streamer, against the Kansas City Chiefs? Who's the match? Mm. Who are you playing matchup-wise? Feel feel like if you need to consult your Wolfpack, feel free. Talk to the Wolfpack. I'm thinking uh... – did I talk you into Tannehill? I think I'm going to have to go with Tannehill because uh, yes. Kirk Cousins does not have Adam Thielen. He's not playing this week. Mm-hmm. I mean, he could throw it to, uh, what's that? No, not Diggs. There's like third string running, or not running back, wide receiver. Marcus Treadwell. And Treadwell, hey, that's it. Laquan Treadwell. He could throw it there, but I feel like Thielen gone is going to hurt. Tannehill it is. Okay. I will, I'll stick Tannehill. I just think, That's why you don't win. Wait, you, I talked you both into <laughs> Tannehill. You I didn't love me into it. I just think you know that Kirk, Tannehill against Casey's a really good option. You know that Kirk Cousins has the best passer rating out of any quarterback in the league. And I'm starting to. Passer rating is an interesting statistic. It is. Yeah, I don't love it. Next quarterback matchup here. I'm going Jameis Winston versus Arizona. Solid matchup. With a, what I think is a really risky play of Patrick Mahomes versus Tennessee Solid defense. Gets after the passer. Yeah, I'm on board with you on this. I agree that Mahomes is a risky matchup against Tennessee. I think Mahomes coming back. I can't believe Andy Reid is actually playing this guy. He is a fucking legit generational quarterback we're talking about. You don't want to fuck with you that. You don't want to fuck with him, right? He's that good. Don't fucking ruin his career. Don't Man. don't take the chances, Andy Reid, but Andy Reid apparently is. I will absolutely go with Jameis Winston against Arizona. I told you guys before, who are the best wide receiver tandems in the NFL right now? That's your boys. Those are my boys, Godwin and Evans. Winston will put up numbers. For right now, I'm going to go with Winston. Pussy. Pussy. Let's switch to the running back position. Wolfpack, you're up first again. Here I got Jalen Samuels, so James Conner's not playing. He's out. He's ruled out for the week, so Jalen Samuels is a starter. I think third straight back is out as well on this team. So it's only Jalen Samuels against the Los Angeles Rams or Devin Singletary. Finally got the bulk of the work last week. This week gets the Cleveland Browns, a whole a whole defense full of holes. Who you like? I want to go to Singletary. Just there's no reason. I just feel like he's got the better matchup with Cleveland. I'm on board with with uh, the Wolf Pack. I'm glad you consulted with the rest of your pack. I'll go with Singletary. You guys got to, at some point, pick opposite of each other to make this worth doing. Every time you and Bullfrog pick the same ones against me, you get more wrong than right, so you should probably (laughs) consider it. All right, next running back tandem here, I'm going to go with Ronald Jones, who just this week, um, coaching staff said, who's the coach? It is. Bruce Arians. Bruce Arians says, Ronald Jones has earned starter carries over Peyton. He's better than Peyton Barber. He's playing better than me. He's earned it. Playing against that Arizona Cardinals defense. Same one we just discussed. Or Devontae Freeman, who's just not been great. Against New Orleans State, who, by the way, number one run defense in the league. Yeah, if I could tell you one thing right now, I if we go back to three in the paint and the stink, if I could actually pick against like those two, the, the two in the stink, yeah. I would have picked Devontae Freeman. Sure. He's Some been terrible. He's been bad. Did. 
I will absolutely take Ronald Jones. I don't care about his limited upside. To me, it is Don Vata Freeman how bad he actually is. Gonna have to go with Freeman. You're a puss. No, he's going against you. You 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 took him. Yeah, he's taking to Freeman. I'm going to take Freeman. Oh, good. I like it. I like it. Next, we've got Latavius Murray here. Now Kamara's back this week. We'll see if he's limited or not. But they're playing against the Atlanta Falcons, and Latavius Terrible. Murray terrible in the past two games has made a statement. He says, "I want the ball." And in fact, Kamara said. To the press this week, I am comfortable sharing this backfield. Well, let's be honest here for a second. New Orleans has done a great job, even when uh, Breeze is anybody's out. Doesn't matter when they're out. The point, yeah, yeah, they're getting it done. Doesn't matter, but but even when uh, what's the guy in fucking Baltimore? Drew Breeze (laughs) in Baltimore, running back Mark Ingram. Ingram and Ingram was there. He was fucking fantasy relevant. Yeah, there's a good chance that both these guys are relevant. Yeah, so we got Latavius Murray, who's now a backup because Kamara's back versus Atlanta, or Jamal Williams, who is again a backup uh, against Carolina. The interesting thing about Jamal Williams is he seems to get more targets out of the backfield than Aaron Jones yeah. every week. Still gets on the field every week because he's he's playing a lot better than anybody any of us on the show expected him to. So who do you like as far as backup backs go this week? Williams. I'm going to go with Jamal, uh, Jamal Williams. Williams. Just feel like he's done better in the last few games. He's been good. Every chance he's gotten, he's been good. No, we got four more here. Who are you um, I will also go Jamal. Oh Williams. my god! I just, I just think the floor is too high for Williams. He gets too much, too many touches, too many opportunities to to fail here. I made this last one just for you, Wiz. <laughs> Kareem Hunt versus Buffalo, or another backup back who's getting work. Gus Edwards. We mentioned it a minute ago. Double digit carries in two of the last three. Versus that Cincinnati Bengals defense. Double the touches and touchdown. Don't forget about that. Mm-hmm. This is a real toss up in my mind. I mean, mind. you're you're deep here. Like this is a this is a deep league. You're looking yep. you're looking at a lot of buys, a lot of injuries. You're not playing these guys unless you're deep. But who do you? Well, like? I'm gonna go with. I'll take a stab in the dark. I will because he's white. I'll go with Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Um, Some version of white, white <laughs> enough to kick a bitch in the face. Yeah, I mean, I, I think he's more talented than Edwards. I think they'll give him the ball. It's first time on the field again. Give him the ball. Let's see what he turns out. I'm going with Edwards on this one. Yeah, getting the touches against Cincinnati. Yeah, fair. Wide receiver selections here. Two names we have discussed mm. often. Two names that have gone back and forth and back and forth and back and forth over the course of the year. Over the last three weeks, though. One's been significantly better than the other. Do you like Chris Godwin or Mike Evans? Is it last few weeks or is it... it, To me, it's like every other fucking week. It feels like that. The last three weeks, Evans has the target edge. Yes. But yeah, it's every other week. Is Evans scoring three Uh, touchdowns? So who won last week? Maybe we'll uh, decide it it that way. And I told you, (laughs) they combined for 155-yard targets, fucking 600 yards, and fucking 13 TDs. it's, It's fucking almost identical. So pick one. Was it my turn? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to go with Evans. I will Godwin. There it is. It's about nice time. Split. All right. Here's two guys, uh, lesser known names, but both of them can have, have had big games. We got John Brown for the Buffalo Bills versus the Cleveland Browns. Or do you like Michael Gallup in uh, Dallas against the I cannot the pick. I have a, I mean, for years I've been picking against Buffalo, and fucking Allen's terrible still. He's a bad quarterback. He's not good. 
I will absolutely take Gallup against Minnesota, who's been struggling defensively, especially in the defensive backfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take Gallup. I'm going to go with Brown. Nice. I love it. You know they hanged him in fucking, was it Arkansas or Oklahoma? <laughs> <laughs> well, they shot him and uh, they shot Michael Brown in St. Louis. So. <laughs> Good Jesus Christ. <laughs> that was the uh, whole the show uh, got weird. hands up, don't shoot. Hands up, don't shoot. Okay, can we keep going? Let's keep going. Wide receiver Robert Woods. The LA Rams versus the Pittsburgh Steelers defense, who's been pretty fucking stout. Or DJ Moore versus the Green Bay Packers, a name that we heard a lot preseason, but not much since then. I'm gonna, keep uh, in mind, Brandon Cooks is out and probably yeah. not coming back anytime soon. No, well, he's got like a seventh concussion or something like that. Brandon Cooks? Yeah, something. I don't know what it is. I'll have to go with Woods, though. Okay. I just feel like uh, he gets more opportunities. Yeah, but Woods has been pretty bad lately. He hasn't been, put up any numbers. Yeah, he's, been, he's been eh. Because um, it's, Coop, it's all Cooper it's all Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cup bus, which is fine with me. I got him everywhere. Well, Goff has been bad in general. Yeah. yeah. Um, DJ Moore has also not been very good. It's very bad. I feel like he's been he steady, big, though. He had a couple of big games. Uh, I'll, I will. I'll take more. Fuck it. Fuck it. I like it. All right. Here's some uh, names down on the list. Maybe you're digging deep again. Bye week is here. Injuries are here. Maybe you've got A.J. Brown on that Tennessee Titans versus the Kansas City Chiefs. One of the targets that Tannehill seems to like to go to for the bigger play, red zone play. Or perhaps it's Robbie Anderson against one of the worst pass defenses in the league in the New York Giants. Who are you playing here if you're looking deep? It's my turn to go. I like A.J. Brown against KC. I like that a lot. Um, Ooh, Wolfpack is shaking his head. Uh, but but if I had to take it, I would take Robbie Anderson. I think there's Wait. too much upside. Flipping it? Okay. All right. Which one are you going with? So you're taking Anderson. Anderson. Oh, okay. I was going with Anderson. Okay. All right. Yeah, the New York Giants-New York Jets game is going to be a shit show of a game. But right. there might Does be this game show you how shitty it can get, though? The fantasy points... There will be some fantasy points scored right. by somebody, but it, it's going to be very hard to watch. I don't. Imagine I don't plan on watching it. I will I'm just, spend I'm much just time to get the points. Watching it. All right, uh, we've got we've got one last thing to do, and then one of the people here at the show will give you your lesson of the week. I'm not sure who it is. Who you got? Hey, Wiz. I'm no longer in this three. You want to know thing. why? Because you don't know how to evaluate. I don't know who's because I kept picking for or against the Bucks. That's my bad. Who's picking who here? Do you know? I don't actually. It's Froggy and I are left on this one. Um, I think it's Froggy. Froggy's taking the Saints. I don't think I have the Saints left. So you're taking? I think I'm taking the Colts against Miami. Froggy against the Saints against the Falcons. Those I are the only two double digit spreads. Well, I, I, yeah, the only goal does are spreads, but but Froggy's pick against with the Saints is, is a great pick. I don't even think that's even a fucking. Uh, I mean, it's a better pick. It's a better pick than the Colts. The Colts. Let's see what happens with Brissett. But the Saints is a pick if you're in a Survivor. Colts is the next pick if you're in a Survivor. These are two. Froggy picks. only has one loss so far. He's doing pretty good on it. There he is. There it is. Do you have any other ideas out there? Seattle's an interesting pick. No, I don't have any other ideas. I don't. You got you I, lost it what four weeks ago? I lost it a long goddamn time ago. You guys, you're I, bad. I, sometimes I'm surprised when you guys even include me on the text strand. That sometimes says, we're hey, surprised you're still including the show. Are, are you gonna on this show? Yeah. 
Jesus Christ. You guys are totally fucking lost without me. When I leave a couple weeks from now, you guys are going to Friday night. You're just going to be sitting around itching your balls wondering what you should be doing. Um, to answer your question, are there other games that I kind of like this week? Well, Baltimore, yeah. Baltimore's a great fucking pick this week at Baltimore, 10, we, 10 points over the Bengals. But yeah, everybody's picking. already picked Baltimore. I, right now, look, Indianapolis is a 15.5-point spread. Jesus Christ, 13-point spread for New Orleans. I don't know why that one's not bigger. Um, there's some interesting games out there, like Green Bay over Carolina. Kyle Allen's been really bad. I hate that game. That's a hard game Kyle to pick. Kyle Allen's been really bad. It's in Green Bay. Green Bay and Green Bay versus Southern teams. How many touches is Christian McCaffrey so. going to get? All of them. 38? Every fucking one. He's injured quite a bit. I, I will say that I'm a little surprised that the line for the uh, – Tampa Bay game, Tampa Bay Arizona game is not further. It's four and a half points right now. Open at five and a half, and it's closing. I don't know why that is. I think Tampa so, Bay, if you're picking, so to me, if there's a fantasy game, buy into that game. Yep the minute the minute Patrick Mahomes was named the starter, of the spread in the Kansas City game went from three to six. So hmm. that's something worth considering. But but I think Tennessee's been playing really well. Yeah, Indianapolis, Baltimore. And uh, New Orleans are the only three teams that you have to feel confident in this week. To me. But who, what the fuck do I know? I lost. Like I said, like I, I got three strikes in five weeks. So, fuck that. Do you guys have anything? Do you have any lesson of the week? What is one thing you learned over the course of this show today? Wolfpack. I would say jump on the Tannehill train. Goddamn Tannehill train. What about in life? It's worth riding. In life? Yeah, outside yeah. of the outside of the outside of the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, I don't. Um, we're gonna work on getting Wolfpack more comfortable in front of a microphone because clearly, clearly he's struggling. I think your lesson of the week is this: it's harder to talk to a microphone than we make it sound. You're welcome. Fuck off. Thank you for listening to another episode of Your Football Fantasy. Now pull up your pants. Subscribe and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find more from these limp dick butt pirates at www.yourfootballfantasy.weebly.com. <laughs>